the Public News Service Daily Newscast for February the 6th, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. The latest findings from a report tracking post-high school education attainment shows Indiana pacing slightly behind the national average. More on the story from our Joe Ellori. Lumina Foundation's Stronger Nation uses data through 2022. It finds while Hoosiers have made a remarkable 20-point increase since tracking began in 2009, it still falls a full percentage point below the national average of 54.3%. Courtney Brown is vice president of Impact and Planning for Lumina. She says nearly one-third of Hoosiers have only a high school certificate. Indiana is an interesting state because they saw quite a rise last year in their short-term credentials, those certificates and certifications. And this year, those went down. I wouldn't take too much meaning out of any one year. Brown says the goal of Stronger Nation is to hit a 60% educational attainment rate by the year 2025. The state's commitment to reaching this goal means not only maintaining the current rates of attainment, but also a concerted effort to boost enrollment in programs that lead to various credentials beyond high school. Now from CNN, they're calling it a fire hose of rain parked over Southern California, including Los Angeles, worsening the risk of flooding. They report that more than 16 million people are under a rare high-risk excessive rainfall, with parts of Los Angeles expected to receive close to a year's worth of rain by Tuesday. CNN says the worst of the storm rainfall will slowly shift south throughout the day, with the threat shifting from L.A. to San Diego. More than 500,000 California power customers have faced outage. Scientists are pointing to two factors enhancing the rainfall, the climate crisis and El Nino. And farmers who produce the food we eat don't always own the land that food is grown on. More than a third of Wisconsin farmland is leased, that according to federal data. Kelly Wolfert is a farm management outreach specialist with the University of Wisconsin Extension. She suggests renting land is the only real option for new and emerging farmers. That's because current market conditions put owning property out of reach, and these individuals also have to invest in things such as new equipment, creating even bigger disadvantages. Land is very expensive when you're competing against farmers who have assets already built up that they can leverage in order to afford that land. Her team is trying to educate smaller operations about the dynamics of leasing agricultural property and what their rights are. With ownership changing hands as more family farms disappear, Wilford says it's important to make sure you have your lease in writing with clear terms. She adds that being more vocal about conservation practices you might deploy could help get a break on the cost of the rent. I'm Mike Moen. This is Public News Service. And today happens to be Safer Internet Day. It's a day to focus on ways to help your family thrive in the digital age. The National Parent Teacher Association and a Silicon Valley company called Connect Safely are offering an online presentation available starting today called Smart Digital Parenting, Navigating Screens with Children and Teens. National PTA President Yvonne Johnson says parents and kids need to have open, friendly, non-judgmental discussions. The most important thing is we can't panic when things go wrong. You might hear something that freaks you out, right? But you have to listen calmly and ask questions and then focus on solutions. I think that also creates the trust between the parent and the child. I'm Suzanne Potter. Meantime, despite federal laws that prohibit campaign contributions by people who are not U.S. citizens, 
foreign influence corporations and their subsidiaries have found ways to pour millions of dollars into political campaigns. That's according to a new Open Secrets report. Co-author Anna Masolia says that's a problem because foreign owners do not necessarily share the nation's best interests. It really underscores the need for transparency to address the challenges posed by these companies that are, at least in part, foreign-owned, and more need for examination of the influence that they wield, as well as who is pulling the strings behind the scenes. Researchers studied state-level campaign donations made by more than 800 companies with at least 5% foreign ownership, or an individual foreign owner over 1% between 2018 and 2022. The fossil fuel sector was the largest campaign contributor in Colorado, with Noble Energy on top at $7.5 million. I'm Eric Galatis. Including Colorado, researchers found foreign influence corporations contributed more than $163 million to political campaigns in Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, New York, and Washington. Finally, there are many reasons communities want better internet access, but there's a new tool to help rural leaders. We get more from Mark Richardson in this Daily Yonder, Illinois News Connection collaboration. A new report from the Illinois-based Benton Institute for Broadband and Society estimates that faster internet speeds across 15 agricultural counties in Illinois boost corn and soybean production by more than $100 million annually. Institute Executive Director Adrian Furness says they coach communities in their broadband plans and align them with internet providers. So it's really that alignment that we're trying to set up with a program like this. Part of what we're trying to do is get everybody on the same level playing field. This is by Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Here's our great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.